Well, hi there, and welcome to Unshaken. I'm Julie Van Warmer, your host for today's episode, and I'm so glad you're joining me. I want to take a minute before we get started and invite you to head over to our socials, Facebook and Instagram. Follow or like us at Women of the Word CTW. This is our umbrella account that covers and highlights this podcast, Unshaken. Our blog called Planted, our mom-to-mom ministry aimed at encouraging mothers in the work they do, and also our Regarding Him conference that happens yearly in March. There is so much good content on these socials, you are not going to want to miss it, so go follow them today. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast directory, like Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, CastBox. It helps us out, and it also helps you out because you get notifications of new episodes that drop each and every Thursday. You can also reach out to us at unshakenpsalm 622 at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you if you ever have any ideas, suggestions, or thoughts about an episode. Or maybe you just want to tell me about something that you heard on an episode and how it impacted you. Finally, Unshaken is a podcast for women, put on by women, and our goal is to encourage and challenge and point women to Jesus Christ. And as you know, with Jesus, we can be unshaken no matter our circumstances. Hey, let's jump right into our episode today. All right, well, happy Thanksgiving. Yay, bring on the turkey, the sweet potatoes, stuffing. I don't know, not everybody likes stuffing. Pumpkin pie and whipped cream and all the family. Bring on the time with all your family and the wonderful memories that are made at Thanksgiving. I'm so thankful today. Um, We actually are celebrating with my sister-in-law, Mary. She is a delightful lady and she is so much fun. So we usually spend Thanksgiving at her house, which is actually where I am today, even though I'm pre-recording this. Um, She always plans amazing, fun games, like we had a game called Guess the Candy Game, where we were all blindfolded and had to take a bite of a piece of candy and tell what it was. My favorite part of the story is my brother-in-law was taking a bite, and he said, that's an Almond Joy, but it actually was a Mounds. Now, if you're a candy bar person, you'll know that they're very similar. And then when he got to the Mounds candy, he said it was an Almond Joy, (laughs) which was funny. He recognized something in them. Another year, we did a turkey shoot, and my sister-in-law and my brother-in-law bought everyone in the house a Nerf gun. And we went all over their gigantic house and we shot each other with Nerf guns. It was very fun. I hope you play some fun games and you talk into the wee hours of the night. You go on a fall walk, you visit some loved ones, and just enjoy having a day off. Um, If you are actually listening to it today on Thanksgiving, I hope that as you are getting ready for the biggest feast, you are thinking about thankfulness. Um, I wanted to start by reading a psalm of Thanksgiving out loud because Thanksgiving isn't really about the food or the family or even about that it should be something we do only one day a year. Thanksgiving to God should be daily and often. So I wanted to start today by reading Psalm 34. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant, and their faces shall never be ashamed. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him, and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and delivers them. O taste and see, the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. O fear the Lord, you his saints, for those who fear him have no lack. 
The young lions suffer want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Come, O children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is there who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Turn away from evil and do good and seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous and his ears toward their cry. The face of the Lord is against those who do evil to cut off the memory of them from the earth. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears them and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He keeps all his bones and not one of them will be broken. Affliction will slay the wicked and those who hate righteous will be condemned. The Lord redeems the life of his servants. Not one of those who take refuge in him will be condemned. Hey, we need to be thankful people. It is wonderful to spend the day with family and to enjoy yummy food, but we as women need to be thankful every single day. And today on the podcast, we're going to hear from four separate women sharing a reason or two why and actually what they're thankful for in their lives. I am often encouraged and challenged when I hear people around me being thankful. It, it makes me want to be more thankful. So let's listen and let's be challenged by these four ladies on how we can be thankful. All of us can use a good dose of these reminders. So here we go. My first guest is Grace Simpson. Now, I have to say that's really fun to say your name like that because you are a brand new married girl. Um, it's so good to have you on today. Thank you. I'm definitely still getting used to that being my last name. <laughs> I'm very excited to be on the podcast today. Okay, so since you just got married, how, how long have you been married? Uh, four months. Four months. This is brand new. Yeah. What is your most surprising thing about marriage? So I would have to say how much of a light sleeper I am. Ah. Ty tends to sleep through his alarms about six times and <laughs> I have to nudge him and let him know, hey, it's gone off about six times. Time so, to get up. Time yep, to get up. Yep. That's right. That is, that's part of your job then, right? Yes. You are now his alarm, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So, Grace, let's just jump right in um, with our topic of thankfulness. Um, what is one or two things that you are most thankful for in your life? And I'm even okay with any stories. I love stories on the podcast, so go for it. Well, I do have a story that I would like to share about this. Um, the one that comes to mind is I was a freshman in college, um, which was back in 2018. I lived in Parks Tower dorms at the University of Toledo. Um, and My alma mater, can I say? <laughs> oh, nice. I didn't yes. know that. Go Rockets. <laughs> um, I had one roommate, so it was really nice. Not too many, too many roommates. Um, it was a lot of fun. It was a new experience for sure. Um, I lived at my parents my whole life besides moving into the dorms. Um, I'm the oldest of four, which meant all my siblings were still at home and I oh, was the only one out of the house. That is different. So I, I am definitely a family person. So yeah. that was definitely hard for me. Um, and so as the semester went on, my roommates started going home like a lot of the oh. weekend. And weekends are kind of blah yeah at the university yeah There's not a lot going on especially if it's cold like yes what can you do yes yes <laughs> so um the first few weekends it was fine um I was alone but I found stuff to do but it, ke it kept on happening so I decided that I wanted to just go home and be with my family mm -hmm. it was easier to do and so my dad he works at um UTMC and so almost every Friday he was um willing to come up to my dorm 
um, help me carry my things down my five flights of stairs. Oh, wow. Yeah, and drive me home. Okay, were you not allowed to have a car? Or you no. just didn't have one? Well, I didn't have one. Me and Emma shared, so oh. she needed it more than me. Yeah, and she every- was still at home. Yeah, and everything was walking distance. So. Yeah. Yeah. So you did need someone to pick you up. Yes. So your dad comes. Yep. To the rescue. Yes. Okay. Many, many times. Yeah. Um. So he, uh, he would pick me up every Friday. Um. His willingness to do this almost every weekend is something I'm so very thankful mm. for because I knew he was leaving work to come and get me, and he would even bring me back early Monday morning. Ah. So you got to stay. Yes. The whole weekend. Yes. Because I Sundays I would just. <laughs> going to be honest, I would just cry because I was not ready to go back. Aww. Yeah. Um, so he, and I kept feeling bad that he would get up super early. Right. To Before get, work. Yes. Yep. To get there before. And so I kept telling him how sorry I was. And he, um, he hugged me. And um, when I was crying and not ready to go back, he reassured me that um, he was willing to do whatever for me and that Mm. meant a lot to me (laughs) um and so even throughout the week he would randomly just be like hey you want to grab lunch Mm. and like check up on me because he knew like I was struggling with that yeah having um I think that would be really hard to move out of your home when you have a big family yeah you know I mean you had four, yes. right? Four yes. kids, four yeah. bro- siblings. Well, three siblings and yourself. Yes. That's a big family in today's day and age. Mm-hmm. And that's hard to move out when your family's connected. Yeah. So uh, that's really cool. And that's a great encouragement to all parents. Like, even when our kids grow up and move out, we, we they still kind of need us now and then. So we should kind of reach out. So good job to you, Mr. Chris and Barry out there. So that's <laughs> yes. good. I love it. Yes. Okay. So, you know, um, Grace, what are some verses that you use personally to challenge and encourage you to be more thankful every day. Yeah, so um, this year in our women's Bible studies, we are going through Psalm 119, and I, I'm sure you're in one. Yes, yes, I am. Yes, and yes, I'm doing it too. Yeah, yeah. And so a verse And that, it took a whole semester of Bible study to go through that, by the way, because it's so long. I know, I know. Yeah. I was like, wait, we're only going through Psalm 119, yeah. but yeah. I get it now. And yes. so a verse that I use to challenge myself and in encouragement, yeah um to focus more on being thankful i would say is verse 30 um, psalm 119 verse 37 which states turn my eyes from looking at vanity and revive me in your ways Mm. and so this is a challenge to me because i spend way too much time on my phone it's easy to get on it start scrolling and get in the hole of wow i've been on it for way too long Mm. and so you're not the only one just on a side (laughs) note (laughs) and um and focus on focusing on these worldly things when I could be reading more scripture and using that yeah. time to thank God for things. Yeah, and actually, that's interesting. Um, that whole passage, Psalm 119, is all about God's word. Yeah. So this is like one little verse, but mm-hmm. if you're looking for something to read today or listen to on your audio Bible, that'd be a really good one to listen to because Psalm 19 is full of a lot of rich reminders of God's word. So yes. that's great. Yes. Um, how have you been encouraged by others to be more thankful? Or have you been? There are definitely ways that I have been um, encouraged to be more thankful. Um, I would say the people who are in my life, they truly care about me and are constantly checking up on me, mm. asking me how I'm doing and how they can be praying for me in difficult times. Mm. And I don't think I've had friends who've like pushed me and cared about me like that before. So as I think more and more about the people God has placed in my life, 
recently in the past two years, I'm beyond thankful and blessed for them. Mm. And they just encourage me to grow in my faith and to truly live for God. Well, that's interesting. That is, um, it's a kind of a combination of a couple things. It sounded like what you were saying. One is being thankful for them because they care about you. Mm -hmm. But it sounds like they're also kind of encouraging you to grow. Yeah. And if, and you can't just go out and tell people how to change without caring about them. You need kind of like both those things. Oh, for sure. And then that makes you feel good. Mm -hmm. And you want to change, not just feel good. Yes. Yes. And then, um, I've also been encouraged by my parents. Now that I live with my husband, (laughs) I realize how much my parents did for me Mm. when I lived with them. Um, Cooking is something I am definitely learning more about. I've okay. ch- challenged myself in that way. Um, and it makes me think of my mom. She went back to teaching once we were all um, back in school. Okay. And um, she managed to work all day, come home, and have an amazing meal mm. on the table. And that is something I am very thankful for. And it encourages me to want to have a yummy meal on the table for Ty, even if yep. my day is busy. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was a also a really good time for, like, family time. We would go around the table, explain mm. how our day was. And even though it's just Ty and I right now, I think that's still a good encouragement to, like, we can say what we were thankful for yep. today or yep. things in our life like that. And, and I think that's helpful for anybody, whether you are two people, right? Mm-hmm. Like, in your situation or uh, a family of six or seven or, you know, maybe you have an infant. You know, you're sitting at the table with an infant. It is such a great thing. And I love that you brought out how that – gave you some perspective mm-hmm. some you know learning to cook what's your favorite meal you've been making what's a favorite thing recently um for, this is something really easy but ty really likes when i make my um chicken uh quesadillas which oh, is yeah. it's super easy hey, yes but I, st- I, I you are so right i still remember <laughs> at one point i kept making all these fancy meals like i would go yeah. all out and my husband said i like grilled cheese and tomato soup <laughs> like i was like oh yeah. I can do that. This is easy. Yeah, so. all I do is add a little barbecue on it because that's nice. And he loves it. So ah, I'm like, cool. okay, I'm glad you, you like all, that. You keep making that, girl. That's if it's, if oh, it's what will. your husband loves. So that's good. Yes. How do you practice thankfulness, Grace, in your everyday life? So when I'm in my car, the music is always on. I'm always jamming to music, whatever. And I sometimes just turn down the music. And I'm, and I'm really in awe of all the things God has done for me that day or that week. I think when I'm driving alone is when a lot of thoughts start to come to my mind and I can tend to stress myself out. I think of all the great things that are going on in my life, but I do tend to stress out. So whenever I have downtime throughout my day, like in the car, I think it's good to take the time and pray and thank God for many things, even the hard things, because I know that it is in God's plan for me to go through some difficult things that are difficult for me. Um, I've been wanting to write down things I'm thankful for every week so I can go back and look at the things God has provided for me. And I think, um, I have thought of doing this for too long and, you know, we always (laughs) say like, oh, we need to do this, but I think I do just need to start Start my list. Yeah. 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 Yes. I think, um, with that, it's helpful to have somebody else who's doing it at the same time. Because then you're kind of like keeping each other accountable. Yes. Did you actually write down things today? <laughs> right. No. Okay, go do it now. You know, that mm-hmm. kind of thing is really good. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, Grace, I love this practical way that you practice thankfulness. And that is 
I'm just going to take this time that I have to do something. I have to drive my car to work or to class or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I have to do this. And here's this little bit of time. And I think that's a great example to us. It could be that you're doing dishes. I do that all the time. I feel like I'm always at my sink. (laughs) It could be that you are driving in the car or you have a lunch break. And you can take that like trigger to help you be thankful. Mm -hmm. I personally love to listen to music in my car too. I was jamming in my little town. Mm -hmm. And we have a famous police officer in my little town. And um, <clears throat> I think this is the way our town brings revenue in because I was jamming. I had my, my music up and I was going a little fast. <laughs> and I got pulled over. Oh, now, no. thankfully, he did not give me a ticket. But I know this particular police officer often does because we're trying to keep it 35, but I probably was going 55. That's the truth because I'm flying. <laughs> I got my hand, one hand raised. I'm praising God. So... Maybe I should have turned my music down and been more thankful that day. Yeah. And I could have avoided that whole, right. whole trial. So, <laughs> hey, thank you so much for coming on and, and sharing your thoughts. It was great to hear what you had to say. Yeah, thank you. I'm very, I'm very thankful. Funny that yeah. I say yeah. that. Because it really got me to think about yeah. all the ways that I am thankful. So. Yeah. It's a good practice. Yeah. All right. All right, well, next we are going to chit-chat with a good friend of mine. Um, Let me introduce you to my friend Erin. And before I introduce her, I have to tell you all a little story about Erin and I. See, we started working and serving in a ministry at church called Awana together. Do you remember this, Erin? I do. Okay. And um, I'm not sure. We both thought, what are we doing? It's a lot of children, and we have both had little groups of kids we were working with, and it actually was really fun. Yes, it was. It was very fun. But I still remember the moment when they pulled the scooters out, mm-hmm. these little square scooters with four wheels, and they <laughs> made this decision, those, the um, game leaders, that the adults were going to sit on these scooters mm-hmm. and be pulled kind of through an obstacle course, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah. And I think you and I looked at each other, and I think I said to you, we're either going to make it through or die. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I think I we think did. So. We, we lived. We did. But I was concerned about being thrown into the wall. Yes. Yes, it was. And I, I still serve with Awana, and it is still crazy up there. Still. <laughs> so no fun. scooters. But so many bloody noses and injuries <laughs> every night. We have to keep a bag of ice in the freezer. Oh, no. Yes. But are kids having fun? They have so much fun. And Awana is a fabulous ministry. Yes. If you do not have one near you, I'm going to put a little commercial break in here. <laughs> you need to join an Awana program somewhere or something similar mm-hmm. because it is all about learning scripture and having fun. And I think it's great. And I'm so glad you're still serving in Awana. Yes, I really enjoy it. All right. All right, Erin, thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you. I'm a very big fan of the podcast. Yay. Okay, well, I'm glad. Do you, do you have a favorite episode or one of a favorite episode? I was going to say there are a lot of favorites. There have been a lot of encouraging episodes, but probably the one that Julie Morgan talked about, mm-hmm. that was, I mean, I had known her story, but to hear her talk about it on the podcast, it really... That's awesome. It was such an encouragement. and It is a great one. Yes, it is. And that one is called One Woman's Journey. So if you want to head back and listen to that, it is. It's actually a good one to mm-hmm. fit in with thankfulness today. Oh, yes, it is. So uh, since today's Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. uh, if you are able to make your pie or roll out your biscuits or whatever <laughs> you're doing, you could be listening to a few podcasts. And Julie Morgan's podcast called One Woman's Journey would be a great one. Okay, Erin, let's just jump right in. What is one or two of the things that you are most thankful for today? Well, Julie, this was a very hard question because there are so many things to be thankful to God for, Mm -hmm. um, especially when he's just been so, so good in Mm. my life. Yeah, I had to to spend some time praying about this. Um, I would say I am most thankful for God's word. 
Hmm. I know that sounds like the answer every Christian is supposed to give. Right. Like a little kid in Sunday school. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. My answer God. is Jesus. Yes, exactly. Um, but this has really become true for me. Um, I have been a believer now for over 14 years, and I was never one to read my Bible every day. I would read to prepare for small groups or Bible studies. Which is good. Yes, it is. But I had, I really didn't have a routine of reading the word every day. Mm. And a few years ago, we left our church home to seek out other churches. It was nothing bad had happened or anything like that. But my husband had wanted to see if shaking things up a little would uh, help him to grow more in his faith. I was not happy about leaving. This is where we both came alive in the Lord, where mm. we were married. The church you, you left. Yes, the church yeah. we left. We were married there and our family was baptized there. But I knew I needed to honor my husband, so I trusted God and followed his lead. When we left, I dropped out of the Bible study I was in because I knew I would grow bitter toward my husband if I stayed. Hmm. We tried a few churches and found one that we agreed to try long term, and then COVID hit. Oh, and the shutdowns. Yes, everything was shut down. Church was only online, and I hadn't Uh. even had an opportunity to make any connections with any of the women Uh. yet. So it was, and it was, I mean, it was a lonely time for everyone. Right. Yes, but I know I, I remember feeling very isolated very alone which was it's a terrible feeling um and i was i was still not in a regular daily bible reading habit and i was in a bad place at the time Mm. i was spiritually starved Mm. and then one day that's quite the visual yes spiritually starved yes it is um well then one day a friend of mine from our old church invited me to join her in reading a bible plan over the summer called same page summer Okay. And this plan is pretty intense. You read through the New Testament and Psalms over the course of the summer. Yes, I was reading five to six chapters a day, which is a lot, but I wasn't doing anything else. So I said, sure, why not? Was and there accountability in it? Like, did you have to say yes, that you read? Yes, okay. we were in, we would have the version app and you would check off when you okay. read your plan. But okay. there was an opportunity then to share with other ladies in the group what we thought was interesting. Oh, or nice. Like that. Yes, it was nice. And it was a huge encouragement. Time in God's word and in fellowship with other women, even if it was virtual, was such a blessing to me. Mm. That invitation from a friend to join her in reading God's word made all the difference in my life. It was the spark that lit a fire in me that has changed my life ever since. Wow. I wonder if that woman who sent that invite ever thought this would be so impactful. No, no. And actually, I approached her the other day on Sunday and told her, and she Aww. was shocked. Ah. Yes, it was really sweet because I don't know that she gave much thought to yeah. the invite. She just said, oh, let's. She probably just clicked. Yeah. Click all, you know. <laughs> like, let's reach out to some yeah. ladies and see. And it was, it, it really God. was. Yes, praise the Lord. So after the summer reading plan was finished, there was another plan that you could follow called To the Word that takes you through the entire Bible during the course of the school year. Oh, wow. So nine months. Yes. And it's, again, about five to six chapters a day. Wowzers. Yes. And it was designed to get you in the habit of reading God's word on a daily basis. And it really worked. Yay. Yes. I'm actually on my third round of To the Word and finished my third round of Same Page Summer in August. Nice. And finally, having a Bible reading and prayer routine has been such a blessing to not only myself, but my husband and family as well. Hmm. Abiding in the Lord, continually keeping my thoughts fixed on him, has definitely been a decisive action on my part. I have to purposely keep the things I see and hear and think about fixed on him. And all of that starts with being in his word regularly. Right. You can't really do those things if you are not reading daily. Yeah, that's awesome. 
impact you in some way. Yes, this is a verse that has been an impact to me in this. John 15, 4 through 8 says, Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me, and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers, and the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples. Mm. Wow, that's great. You know, it's interesting as you shared um, about this very simple habit of reading God's word as being a way that you are being thankful and really, this little habit is what affects everything in your life. Yes, everything. It's not just, I'm going to get up and brush my teeth. I mean, okay, <laughs> we're all thankful when yes. you brush your teeth, Erin, okay, or I brush my teeth. Mm-hmm. But it, it doesn't really impact us beyond the fact that our mouth is, our teeth are staying, right? Exactly. But what a great impact it is to think about how it helps you to abide in God's word. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about how often women struggle with wrong thoughts. I do. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming you do too at yes. times. Yes. I have thoughts of that are just not right. I think, you know, like people are out to get me or, mm-hmm. <laughs> or maybe I think people are thinking wrong or I have, um, or people are treating me poorly or in my mind. And what a great thing to do, or I lack trust in God, Mm-hmm. to go back to God's word. Yes. And what a great tip is to just be diligent. Now, yes. I think these plans, you can find them yes. on the Version app. Yes, they are on the Version app. Okay. And there is a website, too, from Christ Kirk, which is Christ Church in Moscow, Idaho. Okay. That's who it is. But they actually have a plan you can print out oh. and just slip in your Bible if okay. you don't want to use the app. That's great. Mm-hmm. Well, that is a great great tip. Okay, so Erin, how have you been encouraged by others to be more thankful? Because we all can use this. I am so blessed to be surrounded by many wonderful godly women. They are living examples of gratitude in all seasons and circumstances, from the mundane day-to-day stuff to actually being thankful for their cancer. Mm. Hearing how other women choose to be grateful to God in all ways is such an encouragement to me, and I have really been blessed to know many women who really live this out and are willing to share their testimonies with others. Yeah, that's really, really important, and I actually love the uh, venue we have with the podcast Mm -hmm. to be able to share some of those stories. Like you mentioned Julie Morgan earlier, but there's a great episode we have about everyday thankfulness or everyday faithfulness, Mm -hmm. and that is Kylie Ursham. Yes, she has another great great story. So. Um, keep listening, mm-hmm. I guess. That's a good one. All right. Now, one of the things I think we need to talk about whenever we're talking about thankfulness is how do we do this every day? So, Erin, help us. Give us some of your amazing wisdom. <laughs> how do you practice thankfulness in your everyday life? When I first wake up in the morning, before I even get out of bed, I thank God for the day he's given me and mm. pray for him to guide my day for his glory. Before you put your feet on the before floor. Before I put my feet on the floor. Before I start my Bible reading, I spend time in prayer, and that is when I praise him for more specific things. And throughout my day, when I'm doing all that I need to do, I can get a little frustrated with what's going on or what's not going on that should be. <laughs> when I get angry and annoyed, I, I work to take my thoughts captive and turn away from ingratitude and turn toward gratitude by praising God. Which is probably, for me, that'd be a daily thing. Yeah, well, for all of us, I would yeah. imagine. So if my boys are have been giving me a hard time about doing their schoolwork or their chores or they've just been arguing with each other all day, often my first reaction is to get mad. 
I stop myself in that moment and praise God for giving me these wonderful children and for allowing me to be home with them all day. Mm, it's perspective. Yes. And I focus my thoughts on the blessings God has given me rather than complaining about his great goodness to me. I'm not saying I do this perfectly every day, but I definitely work to do this often. And the goal is to do it all the time. I actually, this past week, I have host a Bible study at my house mm-hmm. on Sunday evenings. Um, it's at our church. We have small groups mm-hmm. and yes. I think you're in one too. I am. And, um, There was one woman talking about, we had this theme of thankfulness through this past week's study, but one of the women was talking about a time in her life where her little girl was um, throwing up, and she was a violent thrower-upper, I guess. I don't know if a thrower-upper is the right word, but (laughs) she was a violent puker, and it was all down the hallway. And she shared how at this moment in in her life, God taught her to be thankful, so her, because her child had was still there, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that is a really good thing. That's just taking some of the average mundane, normal things we yes. have. We all mm-hmm. have had puke somewhere. Oh, yes. And um, and turning it into, you know what, I'm going to be thankful that my body is reacting properly. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> or that my child, I, I remember recently saying, I am so thankful my child actually can now puke in a bucket. You know, remember the Praise days the Lord. <laughs> when the bucket would be by their bed and they <laughs> yes. would completely miss, miss it. Yes. You're like, come on. So, anyway, yes. So this is good. Okay, Aaron, what about some, since we talked a lot about the Bible, what are some verses that you use as a challenge to remind you or an encouragement to be thankful? Well, I had thought of two that I really, I call to mind quite often. First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18 says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Hmm. And then Philippians 4, 8. And this one, I think, all the time. Mm. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Wow. Those are both excellent verses. Um, they're, they're the kind of verses, little scripture nuggets that yes. would be good for every woman listening to memorize. Amen. If nothing else, just put them either on an index cards over your sink mm-hmm. or in the bathroom so you see them often or as a screensaver on your phone exactly. so you can see them. And I will go all the way back to the beginning of our conversation when we talked about Awana okay. because I remember <laughs> that 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18 is a Awana verse. Oh, it is, isn't it? In one of the early books called Sparky's. And oh, I yeah. still remember the little girl who came to share this verse and she said, rejoice always and pray without ceasing. <laughs> And I remember thinking, well, we want to do that too. Yes. <laughs> we don't want to be seizing, but the word would be ceasing. And she also um, was doing, um, this little girl was doing um, psalms, and she just didn't have a background, so she called it psalms. Yes. Because she thought yes. the P was there. So yes. anyway, that's a really good, really fun memory. But thank you so much for sharing. It is so good to hear all your thoughts, and I appreciate each and every one of them. Praise God. All right, so next is my friend Janae Bellis, and it's so great to have you on today to talk about thankfulness. I'm so glad you're here, and I'm guessing that you love Thanksgiving and you love fall. And you know why I think you I know this is because I think that means hunting. Am I right? Yes, you are. <laughs> and uh, you are a girl who actually owns the hunting camo clothing because you actually use it, not like you just wear it because of the fashion. Yep. Okay. Yep. So, uh, how many deer have you gotten? I have shot nine deer. 
you just yourself just me oh well, wow i had people with me when okay I was hunting, but, but it's not okay sometimes. this wasn't like your dad set it up right yeah. or something no nope. and when did you start hunting i think i was like 11 or 12 oh my goodness <laughs> maybe even younger than that but i think it was like 11 or 12 okay and what about hunting do you love do you still like to hunt I haven't hunted since moving to Ohio, okay. but I like to go out and just, it's quiet mm. and you, I mean, there's so much to think about and yeah. views and everything. It's, I, it's just a peaceful experience. Mm-hmm. And then the adrenaline of shooting a deer, of course, and yes. seeing deer is, yes, yeah, that's very cool. Do you personally, um, what's the word? take them apart that's not the right word I'm so not a hunter <laughs> got, you, them? got them do you personally gut them yes I have you have okay yeah what about that is is interesting my grandpa was a biology teacher oh. so he like used it as a teaching experience very cool so it was always really cool for him because he would always tell me like what is what when we would yeah. gut them and so it really helped learn because he's like, you know, this is this. This right. is this. Right. That's yeah. so cool. That's so cool. That is so interesting because when my dad was a biology teacher and an anatomy teacher, and one of the things my dad would do at the end of each, like, year when they finished anatomy is he would give them a mink and he would have them boil it down and put all the skeleton back together. Mm-hmm. And so I think you're right. You know, if you break open that body, you're going to learn a lot. Oh, yeah. I have absolutely no interest in doing that, just on a side <laughs> note. <laughs> and I will say that one time, my husband likes to hunt. He hasn't been hunting in a long time. But one time, we did have in the middle of our city, which is, I don't know, how many, 300,000 people in Toledo. I, I may have that wrong. And um, I shouldn't even say how many because I don't know. But a very big city. Yeah. My husband hung it on our swing set <laughs> overnight so it would drain, like you got to oh, drain that's... stuff. Yeah, my neighbors were like, what are you doing? But anyway, okay, well, we're not here to talk about hunting, <laughs> but it does fit in well with the fall. Uh-huh. And um, since today um, we recorded this, pre-recorded it, and today you're listening to it, it's dropping on Thanksgiving. We're actually here to talk about thankfulness and being thankful. And so I'm really excited, Janae, because I'm looking forward to your answers. I mean, I was looking forward to your answers about hunting, but I'm really looking forward to your answers about thankfulness. So what is one or two of the things that you are most thankful for? So this is actually really hard for me to come up with because I'm thankful for a lot of things. Okay. But that's not the only person who's answered like that either. They're like, well, how can it be one thing, Julie? (laughs) It was really hard. It took some thinking. But I honestly have to say that I'm really thankful that God gave me the ability to have children. Hmm. Um, growing up, one thing I always wanted was to be a mom. Um, and God definitely fulfilled that desire for me. Um, I have really difficult pregnancies Hmm. and all of them have been high risk, um, because of placenta previa Hmm. and a couple, a couple of them required C-sections. Oh, wow. Um, my first and third pregnancy the placenta actually moved, so I didn't have to have a C-section. That's great. Which God definitely showed his goodness in that. Um, and so I also have a history of hemorrhaging mm. after um, giving wow. birth, too. And the only time I did not hemorrhage was with the third baby. And how many children do you have? I have four. Okay. Okay. 
and with my most recent delivery, I had both placenta previa and a placenta accreta. So my placenta was basically attached too deep into my uterine wall, actually right behind my C-section scar. Oh, wow. Um, and so they were not sure that the placenta was even going to detach mm. the way it should have um, after delivery. And so there was a high chance that during the C-section after um, that that was going to require a hysterectomy. Wow. Um, wow. So I went into my... You didn't, into know my, this. No. you didn't know this going into the surgery or into the... I knew the possibility was there, but I didn't know if I was going to come out with right. or without my uterus. And so if you... Did you have a C-section then? Is that I how did they did this? I did have a C-section. So when you have a C-section, you're not under. No. Right. Okay. So you're awake, but everything... I've not had a C-section. Yes. Okay. So keep going. Yeah. Keep going. That's interesting. Yeah. Um. So my placenta did end up detaching. Oh, good. Praise and God. And so... God preserved my uterus so I'm able to continue to have kids. Mm. And with each pregnancy, I've had to rely on God differently. Um, Mm. And through each of them, I've grown so close to God. Um, Each one caused a different type of closeness to God that was honestly so amazing to go through and especially reflect on afterwards and now. Um, It was amazing that pregnancy and delivers... Pregnancy and deliveries require so much trust in God because we have no control over right. what our bodies do. Right, right. And, but God so showed me so much through trusting him to protect me um, and my babies. So all I have to do now is look at them and I physically see how good God is. Mm. Um, so I'm very thankful for the ability to be fruitful in the way of having kids. And I've been truly it's been amazing and life-changing to have kids to be a mom yes yeah. listening to you talk reminds me of this letter board that I have in my kitchen and it says right now I have this phrase on it that is and if not he is still good and I think that's really good to think about because even if God had allowed you had planned for you to have a hysterectomy he would still be good mm-hmm and we has still have things to be thankful for. I mean, I love that you didn't have to have a hysterectomy. And I love that your children are all alive and healthy and there's no issues. But it is good to remember that even in those dark things, God is still good yeah. in the middle of them. Yeah. Now, um, Janae, how have you been encouraged by others around you to be more thankful? I have been surrounded by so many great women in the church um, who checked on me with my pregnancies, and a few of them actually accounted or had encountered very similar experiences mm. with their pregnancies. It's so good to talk to somebody who's been there. Oh, yeah. It was great to be able to connect um, in that way. Um, and they were able to pray with me when things were really hard. Mm. I was able to, you know, keep them updated with things um, at their doctor's appointments. It was just good to have someone there. Yeah. In the experience with me. Yeah. So it made me feel like, you know, obviously I'm not alone because God's there. But yeah, having someone physically there, it was just really comforting. That's and great. my husband also was huge and mm. calming me down and just holding me when I'd cry and reminding me to be thankful in all things. He yeah. was really good with that. I love, I love husbands because, I mean, <laughs> that great. sounds really funny, but That's I really great. think it's good. It's, yeah. You know, and I, I think it's helpful to have someone... 
and it may not you may not be married but to have even a friend in your life who speaks truth to you and that sounds like that's what your husband did and mm-hmm. I love that those are because we always will have challenges um how about how about now um how do you practice thankfulness in your everyday like now because this is how long ago did these happen how old is your youngest he just turned one October 1st. Okay, so like about a year ago, you were faced with, here's what's going to happen. Yeah. Possibly. It was about when I was 20 weeks pregnant with okay. him was when I found out everything. Okay. okay. So it was over a year ago, but it was about a year ago. That and I- did you have the same issues with your first? I had placenta previa with him, okay. but it had fixed itself. Okay. Which is by good. 20 weeks Okay. Ago. Yeah. So yeah. these are actually relatively fresh. In many ways. Okay, so how do you practice thankfulness in your everyday life? So every morning I like to sit down before the kids wake up when it's nice and quiet. Mm. And that's when I sit down and thank God for things. Yes. Big things, small things. Just it's my time with God. Um, And just a couple weeks ago, we actually found out we're pregnant. Yay! Really? That's exciting. I'm so glad to hear that. Yes. So I am reminding myself daily the past couple weeks with this baby how thankful I am that I've been allowed to keep my uterus after my fourth pregnancy and that we can continue to grow our family and God is very good. And do you you have fear as you head into this pregnancy? I feel like it's... Yes, there's concerns there. I'm trying not to make it fears because I know that whatever God decides is going to happen is God's plan and that he'll be good through it. So I'm, I'm concerned because I think I need to be at least to some extent and aware of what, what is coming. Yeah. So I'm just very careful with myself and I have to take extra care of myself throughout just to, yeah, lots of prayers too. And the other side of this is, um, God is, is good all the time. Mm-hmm. And we will pray for you. And so I don't know if you're listening now, but you could pray for my friend Janae. And if you want to shoot me an email at unshaken psalm six two two and share with me a prayer you prayed for her, I'll shoot it to you, Janae, um, because we should be praying for each other. And um, I'm excited that you're pregnant, though. And I'm excited yeah. that you're sharing it on our podcast. That's yeah. so cool. Um, okay, what about verses that you use as a way to encourage you to be more thankful? So I have a couple. Okay, because. I've been going through them recently, especially. Um, So my first is my go-to is Philippians 4, verses 4 through 7 says. Wait a minute. That is my favorite verse, so you cannot (laughs) have it. It says, rejoice in the Lord always. Mm, Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all Mm. understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Hmm. I love that verse, too. Me, too. I love the part where it says, and I have often reminded myself of this, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding why I'm dealing with this thing in front of me, why your pregnancies don't go easy. It, it's just awesome because it surpasses all of our understanding and it guards our hearts and our minds. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. And awesome. my other one is 
Psalm 127.3 says, Behold, children are a gift from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Hmm. So it just reminds me that having being able to have children and bear that fruit is a reward. It is a gift. Hmm. It is. And I can say that there could be some women who would be faced with what you have and they would say, okay, I'm happy with two, mm-hmm. right? Instead of trusting that God will be with you and that even if things don't go the way that you hope or plan, that God is still in it, mm-hmm. right? And so I think it's easy for us to think, oh, maybe that's not a good idea, you know, to have more children. But that verse is really clear mm-hmm. and good. That's great. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing your story. And um, and it's a great encouragement to hear your story. And I think we'll have to have an update and find out how things are. So I'll let you know how things are going. So <laughs> uh, it's been great to have you, Janae. Yeah, thank you for having me. So I'm so excited to introduce our last guest today. Um, it is my dear friend, Nell, Nell Maser. I'm really glad you're here with us to talk about Thanksgiving. Well, thank you for having me, Julie. I'm so blessed that you asked me. Okay, so before we jump into what is something you're thankful for, I wanted to ask you about one of your favorite pastimes. I mean, I know what it is, but I think you should tell us what it is and how you got started doing it. Well, it's knitting. Sometimes I can't wait to get home just to get my needles (laughs) in my hands and start like I'm at school teaching and it's like oh I'm almost we're almost done I've only got an hour and a half oh my goodness I can go home and knit (laughs) okay that's so fun okay now here's my next question though um what do you do while you're knitting like I feel like we could tie this in with the podcast today oh yeah absolutely I listen to podcasts (laughs) I watch YouTube uh, knitting shows I I listen to um, music whatever I listen to this podcast sometimes yeah yeah, because that's awesome and uh, I the other thing that no one knows because you know we're in our studio and nobody can see us but you are actually wearing one of your beautiful items what are you wearing today I'm uh, wearing my latest uh, finished object it's um, called the weekender sweater by Andrea Mowry is the designer. Cool, cool. <laughs> and in the knitting world, we all name the designer and oh. we name our yarn. And oh my goodness, <laughs> I love it. Okay, so. it's, it's it's a group of it's a group of words that I don't really know. I don't understand that knitting world, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, designers design sure. things. Yeah. And so Andrea Mowry is a prolific. Uh, knitwear designer nice. and she did this and uh, several of us got together and wanted to make this particular sweater okay. so we all knit it together and uh, I got mine finished so I'm wearing it now okay well that's really cool and something that that you do that I think is really neat is you get together with a group of women once mm-hmm. a month right uh yes and usually what, what, what do you call this we call it needles. <laughs> I love that needles, and it's anyone. Although, who, although a, a friend of mine who is a nurse, oh, did not <laughs> did not like that name. I, I mean, some of some of us in our group actually are nurses, and they don't mind it. But someone who wasn't part of our group, sure. When I invited her, she goes needles. She thought of hypodermic sure, needles, <laughs> right? Which, of course, I don't want to go to that group at all. I know. I don't. Uh, I don't either. <laughs> but. The beauty is, it makes me think of the old, um, like, quilting bee concept. Yes, very similar. It is so encouraging. 
um, to get together with other yeah. women because we can ask each other questions. We can, if we run into a problem, um, we can get help from one another. Yeah. And it's just fun. It's fun. It's good fellowship. And yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then one other thing that I, I think is probably different than needles, your modern day quilting bee and the old school quilting bees is it's not a place to share gossip. Right. <laughs> right. We do pray for one yeah. another when we get together. Um, if we have pressing needs, we will um, uh, take time out and pray and uh, yeah, share. I love that. We invite other people yeah. to our group. We just try to make it a warm, welcoming. I love that. Uh, uplifting time. That's good. And you don't have to knit. You can crochet. You can crochet, yes. <laughs> you can do needlework of any sort, right? Yes, we had someone come bring their embroidery. Oh, cool. And uh, we have a couple of crocheters. And uh, that's awesome. That's about it. Yeah. Well, I love that because it's a skill that is somewhat lost. And I don't yeah. mean that negatively. It's just become lost. We can go to Walmart and buy a sweater. Yeah. Now, there's much different than that. I'm Big not, difference. I'm not, but I think it's wonderful that you're bringing it back back to the real world and people right. can see it as an art right and you know if you compare what it costs to make your own sweater it's pricey oh Com- i know you could buy one you could buy a sweater at a thrift shop or even at walmart or you know Anywhere. a sale item at a, a bigger nicer store and pay less than what it costs yep. me but the thing that i this is how i look at it I'm spending hours and hours, uh, sometimes weeks, knitting a sweater, and I love it. It's so fun. It's relaxing. It's, but all that time, when you know the the money that it costs me to make this sweater, somebody else could have bought tickets to a concert. Yeah, <laughs> and they're done in an hour and a half. Yeah. And their money's all gone, whereas I'm still working. Yeah. <laughs> I'm spending. I'm spent yeah. my money. I'm working on it. I'm having fun. Yeah. And I get to wear it. After yes. It's all done. <laughs> and I think there is something about being able to use something. I mean, it makes me think of um, the idea of canning. Like, yes. it takes more time. It takes probably even more money than it used to. Yes. And. But you have something to show for it. Yes, you I do. I think that's really cool. Yes. Okay. Well, that's awesome. I hope everybody maybe this winter decides they're going to go start a needle art, right? Well, that would In be some great. Way. Yes. If anybody wants to come, just <laughs> give me a call. Okay, I love it. You know. <laughs> All right. Well, let's jump into this topic of thankfulness because I think it's an important one, and we've already on the episode today talked with three other women about how important. Um, this is and and we need to be thankful women so now what is one or two even of the things that you are most thankful for well the first thing that comes to my mind are my grandchildren I've got three three grandchildren that I just love them to pieces and it's so exciting to be a grandma you know for years, I'd think, oh, when are my kids going to get married? When am I going right. to have some grandchildren? Right. And it wasn't happening, and it wasn't happening. And so when I finished knitting a project, I thought, well, what am I going to make next? And I had this pink yarn. I thought, I'll just knit this a baby blanket. Aww. I said, one of these days, I'm going to yeah. have yeah. a granddaughter. Might be a grandson, but I'm going to start with this yarn that I have here. And uh, I knitted up this baby blanket and about... I don't know if it was a year later or if it was just a few months later. Um, my son met this young lady and he started dating nice. her. And um, they got married and now Amelia was born. And nice. so she used that blanket. That's so awesome. That's exciting. I love it. I love it. 
So, um, yeah, that, so that's, that's the immediate thing that yeah. comes to my mind. But, but then, um, then I, I, more than that, I mean, more than my husband, my children, my grandchildren, I thank God for saving me. Hmm. You know, he, he gave me peace in my heart. He gave me eternal life. Before Christ, I was so proud and self-reliant. I thought I knew everything and I knew that God was not real and mm. that Jesus was just a good person and a, a nice good teacher. teacher. Yeah. Yes. It's embarrassing when I think about it. Um, but uh, I came across every time I read the book of Titus, the epistle to Titus in the Bible, and I come across this verse, it's Titus 3, 3 through 7. At one time, we too were foolish, disobedient, deceived, and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. We lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. But when the kindness and love of God, our Savior, appeared, he saved us, not because of righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. Hmm. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that, having been justified by his grace, we might become heirs, having the hope of eternal life. That's such a good verse. Yes, yes. And that was me. Hmm. Foolish, disobedient, deceived. But when the kindness and love of our of God, our Father, appeared, wow. God opened my eyes to my sin, to his holiness, and brought me to repentance. Hmm. I thought I was a good person, and in society's eyes, I was. Yeah. I wasn't a murderer. I didn't rob banks or swindle people out of their money. I wasn't a drunkard. I wasn't addicted to drugs. But I had no peace in my heart. There was this underlying anxiety that I tried to suppress. When I was in high school, sometimes I would cry myself to sleep at night hmm. because of eternal things. Yeah. Like, what is going to happen to me when I die? You know, right? right. Which um, was actually God's kindness yes, to make you think about that. Actually, absolutely. Yeah. But when the kindness and love of God, our Savior, appeared, you know how thankful I am. Yeah, praise God. I, I, he changed my heart. He changed. Yeah. He gave me hope that I never I'm so thankful for that mm, that is that's a really great thing to be thankful for today I mean Amen. I love that verse and I've always always stuck with that little phrase but when the kindness and love of God our Savior appeared yes I, I love that because it shows God that's one of his attributes is kindness yes we can also have that attribute and be kind to others but what a great thing he does by showing us kindness especially when you I mean yeah. if you knew me then if you <laughs> if you I was so brash and I was yeah and and this isn't just you now Mm -hmm. all of us are are full of sin and before Christ we deserved hell right did so yes what you're talking about is your particular sin Mm -hmm. but I had sin every person who's listening does and that sin is what drives us to hell yes so God is kind (coughs) to show us repentance Absolutely, yes. Okay, so now, how have you been encouraged by others in your life to be more thankful? Well, I, I'm encouraged um, by my husband. He loves me, and he challenges me to be faithful to God and to serve others and, and uh, not to complain. He doesn't flatter me. He's honest with me and speaks truth to me. Mm. 
Uh, I'm thankful for friends who are faithful and remind me of God's goodness despite hard times. Yeah. And I'm encouraged by godly men and women who wrote books like one that I recently finished. Well, it's been a couple of years, but um, it's called The Art of Divine Contentment mm-hmm. by Thomas Watson. Mm-hmm. That book really challenged me to trust God and to be thankful in all circumstances. Mm-hmm. That's one of those Puritan books that yes, it I is. read a paragraph and I think, hang on, I got to go look up a few words. <laughs> yes, but, but I found this one easier to very, read. Yes, very yeah. readable, um, much more so than some of the others. And I, I enjoy, okay, here's something. I enjoy going, this is something you could do uh, when you're knitting. You could listen to it on audio. Yes, I could. <laughs> because I like to listen to things on audio. Yes. Sometimes, especially those hard books, Yes, I can listen and I get the gist of everything as I'm listening. So. Yes, yes. Okay, so Nell, one of the things I've asked every woman who's been on today, and there's been three others, um, and they've all given me some really interesting answers to this question. So I'm going to ask it to you too. How do you practice thankfulness in your everyday life? Um, I like to begin each day reading a chapter in the Bible, in the Old Testament and one in the New Testament, and I make an effort to apply it to my life. Now, mm. I, I was reading over this, uh, thinking about my, my answer to your question. I thought, is that really being thankful? But I think it, I think it is. I am thanking God and spending time with him mm-hmm. at the beginning of my day. Mm-hmm. That's the way I begin my day. Um, and I also have a small group of women that I share. We all share what we read. Okay. Every day. We, it's an accountability group. And, um, and I try to pray and thank God and, uh, pray for others. Thank God for how he's blessed me. And, yeah. um, so that's, that's how I, every day. And I, I make an effort not to complain. Hmm. Um, I'm not always successful. (laughs) None, none of us are perfect at I it. I try. <laughs> yeah. You know, now what I love about your answer is that you shared about reading the Bible every day. And um, anyone who's ever listened to any of the podcast knows that I just think that's really important. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the number one best things you could do every day. But what happens to me, which is I think part of what you're saying is when I read the Bible, I am reminded of God's kindness to me. Yes. And that makes me thankful. Yes. Because we Absolutely. can see stories and verses over and over <clears throat> in the Bible that point to the fact that we need a savior. And I think what you've shared is a really good, a good number one, it's a good thing to do every day. Yes. But it is, it is thankfulness. It, it's a great tool to use to be thankful. Okay, now that we talked about the Bible, what about a verse for you? What's one of your favorite verses that challenges you to be more thankful every day? Yes, um, there are so many. Yes. It was hard to pick out just one, but, but this one, Psalm 73 verses 25 and 26 says, Whom have I in heaven but you? And earth has nothing I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Hmm. Amen. Amen. That's great. That is Psalm 73. And you know what? The Psalms are full of verses similar to this. They're a great thing to read. Um, And it would be easy to read a Psalm every day. You could go, I think, 150 days right. and read a psalm every day, and you'd have a good <laughs> habit built. Yes. Now, I really appreciate you coming on today and talking with us. And just a little side note, you actually are coming off of being sick. And so you may notice that Nell is, her voice isn't like it normally is if you've talked with her personally. 
But I'm really grateful we pushed through this. <laughs> and you had a lot of good things to say. And I think that it is great to be thankful. So we are also going to be really grateful for health today. Amen. Because Amen. every time I'm sick, I'm reminded that God has given me health and that God is with us in sickness. Yes, And he is. sometimes he gives us sickness so that our hearts will turn towards him too. Yes. He uses all kinds of things. It is true. When I, when I feel better, even this morning when I woke up, I, oh, wow, I can keep my eyes open, you know? <laughs> I just, it's like, thank you, Lord. Yeah. You know, it really makes you grateful for yep. the good times. Absolutely. Hey, let's pray real quick. Dear Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you. Let me just say thank you over and over again to you, Heavenly Father, for your goodness to us, for your kindness to us, for the fact that you love us and you care for us and you provide for us, Lord. Thank you for um, your love and forgiveness. Thank you for opening our eyes up to see our own sin. Thank you for the work you do in our hearts and your forgiveness towards us in that sin. Lord, I thank you today for these four women who have been on. I thank you for the friendship I have with each one of them. I thank you for um, churches across the world that are serving you and for families that are honoring you today on Thanksgiving and really all year long. We are grateful to you for that, Lord. Um, thank you for calling each one of us um, to be thankful women. And I pray that as we go about our day today and the rest of this year, that you would guide us, Lord, to be more thankful to you for all that you've given to us and to be thankful women every single day. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks for listening and happy Thanksgiving to you all. May your day be blessed with good food, great company, and a thankful heart. And actually, may we be thankful women every single day of the year. May this be something that we put as a goal. Maybe it's a new New Year's resolution to be thankful. And join us next week as we finish up our Feminology series for the year. We will be chatting with Adrian McClavick about industriousness again. It's going to be a great conversation and super practical. Um, so I hope you join us next Thursday as that drops. And remember, when everything around you is shaken, you can stand unshaken because of our rock and our fortress, because of God. Until next time.